There is no feeling in the world like clicking save on the final version of your book. You've been working years on this book and you are now ready to share it with the world. But be careful, you're about to be tempted to make one of the classic blunders. The first is getting into a land war in Asia, but the second, only slightly less well-known, is launching your book as soon as it is finished. Launching a book prematurely is like having a baby prematurely. It makes everything harder. There is a good chance you're listening to this episode because someone sent it to you. They did it because they love you and they want your book to succeed. They want your book to have a happy, healthy birth. So think of this episode like an intervention. In this episode, I'm going to share 10 reasons why you should delay the launch of your book. Author Media presents Novel Marketing, the longest running book marketing podcast in the world. This is the show for authors who want to build their platforms, sell more books, and change the world with writing worth talking about. It's the show for authors who want their books to launch with a bang rather than falling with a whimper. Now, this episode is mostly for indie authors. If you're traditionally published, you have no choice but to wait. Just Make sure you put that season of waiting to good use. So the most important reason to delay your launch is that it gives you time to build anticipation. Do you remember being a kid waiting for Christmas? The weeks leading up to Christmas were some of the happiest of the year. Why? Was it because of the presents? No, not really, because you hadn't gotten the presents yet. It was because of the anticipation of the presents. In fact, the day after Christmas is often one of the saddest days of the year because the presents themselves are rarely as fun as the anticipation of the presents. And I will say we can no longer tell my three-year-old about tomorrow's plans because she gets so excited about going to the park or going to see grandma that she can't sleep. (laughs) Anticipation is an amplifier. It makes good things better and bad things worse. The anticipation of a difficult conversation is often worse than the conversation itself. The anticipation of a very fun Christmas is often better than the Christmas itself. In order to build anticipation among your readers, you need time. If you upload your book to Amazon as soon as you are finished, you have no time to build that longing, to build that anticipation, to build the excitement around your book. If you do give yourself time to grow anticipation, you can often hit number one new release status in your category on launch day. That is worth waiting for. Now, I know what you're saying. You're saying, I can build anticipation while I'm editing my book, which leads me to the second reason you should delay your launch. And that is delaying your launch gives you time to finish editing. The most important aspect of your book that determines your book's success is the quality of the writing. No amount of marketing can fix a bad book. Bestsellers are often not made on the blank page. They are uncovered during editing. <laughs> you, you would be astounded how terrible many bestselling books were when they were rough drafts. It is the editing that makes them shine. Just like it's the polishing that makes wood shine. (laughs) Wood is not shiny when it comes straight from the tree. It takes work, it takes time, it takes polish. The back and forth with your editors requires your time and your focus. And especially if this is one of your first books, it requires a lot of time and focus because you're not just doing the editing, you're learning how to work with an editor. 
I know professional authors who can edit and market a book in the same day, but this discipline typically only emerges after half a dozen books or more. No one is born being able to do both at the same time. Now, I know a lot of authors who throw themselves fully into the editing process, as they should. And while they're doing this, they ignore marketing entirely. And this is great. This is okay. But only if you don't launch your book right away. <laughs> if you throw yourself completely into the editing, and then you emerge like a possum coming out of its hole to see if the sun is out. And then you upload your book to Amazon. You'll realize that the same day you uploaded your book to Amazon, 2,000 other authors uploaded their books to Amazon and no one noticed. <laughs> you get no downloads. And then the whole time you're chasing readers, trying to get them to download a book with no reviews and no excitement. The challenge is that once a book is a few months old, it's old. <laughs> Tens of thousands of new books have been released since then, and the magic of being a new release has worn off. Some authors, like Brandon Sanderson, get more sales during the pre-order window than they do during the remaining lifetime of the book. People want the cookies hot out of the oven. <laughs> yes, cold cookies are good, but stale cookies are not. One of the hardest things to do as a book marketer is to breathe new life into an old book. It is possible, but it is extremely difficult. And when I say difficult, you need to hear expensive. It's expensive in terms of time. It's expensive in terms of money. And even then, the success is dubious. For most authors, the best way to breathe life into an old book is to write a new book. <laughs> readers are addicted to the new. And not just book readers, but movie watchers, music listeners, etc. The kids are no longer asking, what does the fox say? And no one is living La Vida Loca. <laughs> so it is important to take advantage of those magical moments when your book is new, and it takes time to prepare to make that happen. The third reason you should delay your launch is that it gives you time to print and send advanced reader copies. This is a great way to build anticipation is to selectively release copies of your book to influential people who get to read it ahead of time. And then they use their influence to talk about how great your book is to the people that they influence, which makes those people even more excited. I remember when Apple first released the iPhone, Steve Jobs got on stage and he had announced this magical new device that was 1 million times better than that Motorola Razor in everyone's pockets. And he gave away about 50 copies to people like Madonna. And so the press would see Madonna holding the iPhone and it made everyone want the iPhone. And now no phones are like the Razor and all phones are like the iPhone because he strategically gave advanced reader copies of his phone out to influential people. Now, you don't need to give advanced reader copies to people like Madonna. That's not the right influencer for your market. I don't think Madonna fans are particularly readers. Some of them read, but that's not what identifies them as a group. But you do want to give advanced reader copies to the right people. And I have an episode all about advanced reader copies, or they're also called ARCs, and how to use them, what to use them, etc. Now, in general, you want to send paper advanced reader copies. They are better, but digital advanced reader copies are faster and cheaper, albeit less expensive. So while industry people like book reviewers are happy with a digital arc, a lot of influencers expect a physical copy. 
A book talker or bookstagrammer is not going to make a video with a digital arc. They need a beautiful arc at the very least. So as you finish editing your book, you want to get started on the arcs right away. Because of every part of the launch, this is what goes the slowest. Because it takes time to get the books printed. It takes time to get the books shipped. And then the influencers need time to read the book. The more influential they are, the busier their calendar tends to be, which means the harder it is to squeeze in time to read your book. So you may be wondering, where do I get the money to print and ship these advanced reader copies? Well, that leads us to reason number four, that you should delay your launch. It gives you time to save money. Now, the word save has been distorted by department stores. When you buy a $100 pair of pants at 60% off, you're not saving $60, you're spending $40. You walk out of that store with 40 fewer dollars than you walked in with. Actual savings means not spending the money, setting aside for later. Before credit cards, this is how most people made big purchases. If you don't believe me, just ask your grandparents. So let's say you delay your launch by nine months and you save $500 a month during those nine months. This means that you're going to market with a budget of $4,500. That is a war chest bigger than what many traditionally published books have, especially traditionally published books by first-time authors. I would estimate that perhaps nine out of 10 first-time author books do not have a marketing budget that big. And I think this is a very realistic goal to save towards. Now, obviously some people have more money than others, but the more financially strapped you are, the more savings is important because it takes money to make money. You have to sow if you want to reap. Don't go into debt to launch your book. That is incredibly risky. You want to build a war chest and this means setting money aside. So while you're giving yourself the time to prepare your launch, you're also giving yourself the money to have the launch that your book deserves. The fifth reason to delay your launch is that it gives you time to polish your website. Chances are you already have a website and chances are you have a long list of tweaks and improvements that you want to make to it <laughs> if you only had time. And if you don't, just go back to your website and click on every page and ask yourself, how can I make this page better? Chances are you'll have a bunch of ideas. <laughs> and not only that, but you need time to add the information about your new book to your old website or your existing website. Like if only I had the time to make these changes. Well, guess what? If you delay your launch, you will have the time. <laughs> if you need help making your website better, I have a free course for you that you can find at authormedia.com courses, all about how to make your website the kind of website that readers would like to visit. Updating your website will also help with reason six to delay your launch, which is delaying your launch gives you time to grow your email list. The size of your email list predicts the success of your launch. It's not as important as writing a good book, but it's maybe the second most important thing. If you came to me and asked me to predict the success of your launch, the first thing I would look at is your book. And if you have good product market fit, if you're writing the kind of book that people already want to read. And the second thing I would look at is how many people are subscribed to your email list. Now, 
Growing an email list is something we talk about a lot on this show. I'll have a link to our whole category of blog posts and episodes about email marketing. Not just how to grow your list, but how to send the emails, when to send the emails, and more. But let me say that building an email list and building trust with the email list you already have takes time. This is not the sort of thing you can rush. Creating a reader magnet takes time. Building a landing page takes time. Getting familiar with your email marketing tool takes time. So imagine how much easier it would be if you had set aside special time to work on things like these rather than rushing to launch your book as while you're getting edits back from your editor. Make life easier on yourself. Just delay the launch. We love you. That's why we're telling you don't launch prematurely. Reason seven to delay your launch is that it gives you time to set up media interviews. Podcast interviews are one of the best ways to promote books right now. This is a really good way to reach new readers. Email list is a great way to reach the readers who already know who you are, but your email list isn't going to reach strangers. One of the best ways to reach the kind of strangers who read books is to reach the kind of strangers who listen to podcasts. Podcast listeners are sophisticated. They're book readers and the top podcasts are driving the bestseller lists right now. The challenge with getting booked on podcasts is that some podcasts have very long lead times. If you wanted to come as a guest on my other podcast, The Christian Publishing Show, you would have to wait three or four months just for the interview. And then you'd have to wait another three or four months after we recorded the interview for that episode to air. So we're looking at a three to six month lead time. And this kind of backlog is not uncommon. It also doesn't take into account the booking time. (laughs) Since somebody reaches out to me wanting to be a guest on my podcast, I often have questions for them. I have pre-screening. And then there's the scheduling where they have to find a time that works for them. Some podcasters have dozens of episodes recorded and in queue. And even if they drop dead today, those pre-recorded episodes would keep posting for months. This is, by the way, a great idea for those of you thriller writers. You could have some dead person giving clues to the mystery from the grave because they scheduled the podcast episodes ahead of time. Somebody's got to take this idea and run with it. Same with blogs. Okay, so not all podcasts are like this. If you were a guest on this show, the Novel Marketing Podcast, the episode would air probably next week. I have no buffer, as you can tell, because when I get sick, episodes don't air. (laughs) Whereas when I get sick, Christian Publishing Show keeps airing because there's a long buffer. But it does often take a month or two to still get booked and scheduled. So even on podcasts like Novel Marketing, where the episodes go out right away, you pitching podcasts is not going to get you on podcasts for a while. And this is why it helps to have six to nine months to set up media interviews for your book. It is easy to say no to a guest who wants to get booked this week. It's harder to say no to a guest who wants to get booked six months from now. The eighth reason you want to delay your launch is that it gives you time to recruit and train your launch team. This is another key piece of any successful launch. Your launch team or street team is composed of the most dedicated fans. These are the people who don't just want to read your book. As soon as it comes out, they want to help you spread the word about your book. And it takes time to develop the kind of fans who want to do this for you. Some authors, they struggle with their launch team because they don't have any fans yet. They haven't done the work to build their fans. It takes time to set up the launch team and to train your launch team and help them know what to do. And give yourself that time. It's actually not hard if you know how to do it and if you have the time to do it. 
uh, there's a saying in business that you get to pick two of three things on any project, cheap, fast, and good. (laughs) So if you want to have a good launch and you want to spend as little money as possible on your launch, that means it can't be fast. You got to give yourself the time. (laughs) And this is a great way to live life. If you're not in a rush, you get higher quality and at a lower price. Once you're in a rush, something else has got to give. The ninth reason to delay your launch is that it gives you time to plan an amazing launch party. If you want to throw a big party, it helps to invite people early and remind them often. Doing this well creates FOMO, fear of missing out, where you can get a lot of people to your launch party. And I'll say probably the easiest way to do a launch party is to have an open house at your house. Maybe your house can't host 100 people, but you could probably host 100 people over an afternoon as people are coming and going. They come, they get some punch, they eat some cookies, they buy your book, they get a signature, they leave, and new people are coming all the time. I love throwing these kinds of parties, and I'm often out in the back on the grill, (laughs) grilling burgers the whole time. It's a really fun party. It's a relatively inexpensive party to host, and it can be a really great way to celebrate your new book. But give yourself the time to get ready for the party. And I would say give yourself the time to clean up your house. But actually, I'm going to say use some of that war chest you've been saving and hire somebody to clean your house uh, so that you can work on other things. Create a job for somebody who can't do what only you can do. All right, now it's time for the 10th reason to put off your launch, to delay your launch. And that is delaying your launch gives you time to get training. If setting up a launch feels overwhelming, it may be because you didn't give yourself the time to learn how to do it. Learning how to do it while you're doing it just makes things stressful. It makes things overwhelming. On the other hand, doing something that you already know how to do is so much easier. It's so much more fun. (laughs) It could even be relaxing, right? Cooking a meal you've never cooked before with ingredients you've never cooked before in our kitchen you've never been in before, that's stressful. But cooking that dish you've done before or that you've done a dozen times, you can even zone out. I'm not saying you want to zone out during launch, but it's a lot easier if you already know what you're doing. A really good way to make your launch less stressful is to already know what mistakes to avoid rather than making those mistakes yourself. So where do you get training? Well, this is where my course, the Book Launch Blueprint, comes in. We do this course once a year and we train you how to do all the things I've been talking about in this episode. We don't just teach you how to do it, but we give you templates that you can download and uh, will save you a lot of time. We give you examples. We give you coaching on how to do it yourself. We make launching your book as easy as it can be. And I encourage you to check it out because registration ends this week. So we only do it once a year. Registration for the 2022 Book Launch Blueprint ends April 8th. And you may be wondering, how long should I delay my launch? I think the ideal amount of time is nine months. That's how long it takes to birth a healthy baby. And that's how long it takes to launch a healthy book. Yes, you can do it faster. But do you want to? (laughs) Do you want to do that to yourself? Do you want to live that kind of frenetic life? I encourage you, if you're trying to make writing a career, pace yourself uh, so that you're not burnt out of writing after you write the first book. Because one of the best ways to market your first book is to write and launch a second book. And if you only plan to launch one book, then this book needs to have a strong launch because this is your only chance. So either way, it doesn't make sense to rush it. The one time it does make sense to rush the launch is if your book is about current events. 
So if you're writing a book about the war in Ukraine while the war is still raging and you want to get it out before there's a peace treaty, then yes, rush the launch. And I hope that the people listening in the future are like, oh yeah, that's right. There was a war in Ukraine. I remember that. I hope we have peace soon. But you never know. The future is uncertain. So I encourage you to delay your launch. Give yourself the time to do it right. Don't stress yourself out by being in a hurry. Our sponsor today, like I said, is the Book Launch Blueprint. I really do encourage you to go through the Book Launch Blueprint. You can find out more about the Book Launch Blueprint at booklaunch.fun. Our featured patrons today are the new patrons who signed up in the month of March. Only two new patrons, Patricia, Cameron, and Melanie McCree. Thank you so much for supporting the Novel Marketing Podcast. Your support is what keeps this podcast on the air. If you can't afford to become a patron, but you still want to support the show, feel free to leave us a review. We uh, now have reviews on Spotify. Uh, so for those of you who listen on Spotify, if you would leave us a review, that would really help. Spotify just added podcast reviews recently, and we could use some reviews on Spotify. We'll take reviews on Apple Podcasts and Podchaser and the other places as well. But Spotify is the particular spot we need help at the moment. <laughs> The Novel Marketing Podcast is a production of Author Media. Our producer is Lori Christine. This episode's audio was edited by William Umstadt, and the blog post version is by Shauna Lettler. To read that blog post version of this episode, go to authormedia.com slash 321. I'm Thomas Umstadt Jr. saying thank you for listening and live long and prosper.